Hey everyone, welcome back to NQ4T. I'm so excited to have this episode finally up after like three weeks. I don't even know what episode number we're at anymore, which is super exciting, but I do know that it's been a while. So my bad guys, the first week I was on vacation and I swore I was going to upload an episode and then before I knew it, vacation was over and I did not. And then last week I recorded a full episode just to realize that my mic wasn't on and I kind of rage quit after that, but I have been uploading on YouTube, so at least I didn't disappear. With that being said, I'm really excited to be back. Got some really exciting things going on. YouTube is honestly gaining traction quicker than I thought it would, which is super exciting. And I am super happy to be sponsored with my first partnership, my first affiliate company. I'm also super excited to announce that for the first time I I'm also super excited to announce that for the first time in NQ4T history, this podcast episode is sponsored. I would like to thank our sponsor, Femometer, for giving me this opportunity. I loved the products that I was sent, and I can't wait to talk about them more. If you've never heard of Femometer, it's a really great women's health and cycle company that focuses on women's vitamins they have tons of stuff from multivitamins to drink mix-ins to ovulation trackers. They're developing an ovulation ring that you wear and lines up with your cycle and connects to an app, which is super awesome. I chose the marine collagen peptides to mix in with my daily hot girl water intake. Basically, it provides support for your hair, skin, nails, and a bunch of other things. I recently chopped my hair and within a week of using this supplement, it's already grown like an insane amount. I also purchased the, I also received the basal thermometer. Uh, basically, you take your temperature every morning when you first wake up. It connects to an app, which then tells you how your temperature is correlating to where you probably are in your menstrual cycle, whether you're ovulating, such and such, what phase you're in, all that good information. If you're like me and you've been on birth control forever or you just don't like the idea of birth control, something like this that's hormonal free and you kind of have control of is super helpful, super convenient, and super modern. So if you are interested in these products or any of the other things that you could find on their website, check out the links down below. There is currently a code for 20% off, so use it and we can both get mutual gains. With that being said, what is really going on with birth control? All over my TikTok for you page for the last year or so has been these varied opinions of birth control, particularly the pill and like hormonal birth control, which I've been on the pill for probably five years now. I went on it when I was young. I was like 13 or 14. I'm 19 turning 20 now. So it's the only form of birth control that I ever use and I'm pretty acquainted with it, pretty comfortable with it. I understand it a good deal. However, until a year ago, I wasn't fully aware of how much it could actually be impacting me physically and mentally and fertility-wise in the future, which I'm not going to go and say that all of this is fact, obviously, because TikTok is TikTok, but I've seen a bunch of things. I'm having deja vu to last week because my dog just came in and jumped on my bed and greeted me, and that happened last week, shortly before I realized that the whole episode wasn't recorded. So I just double-checked, we're recording, we're good, let's go. I'm sure most of us have seen those TikToks where you pull out the instructions or side effects pamphlet from your birth control packet pills things. 
and you open it and it's like the size of a blanket and there's a million different symptoms yeah that's old news we all been knew that we all knew women feel like shit whether they're on birth control or not we've known that however does anyone actually read those and also aren't those on paper the same side effects that almost every other medication has yes but here's where things got really interesting like people go as far as to say and there is like some sort of evidence behind this that birth control can alter the type of men that you're attracted to and this is widespread information enough to the point where my own boyfriend was like if you go off birth control are you still going to be attracted to me like where did you hear that where was it tiktok what bitch told you that (laughs) i saw a tiktok of a doctor he was a male doctor i'm just going to throw that in there that birth control actually can change the structure of your brain after being on it long enough and that they conducted a study between like 40 patients who have been on birth control and 40 that haven't been and there were structural differences in the brain which is interesting and could provide a scientific explanation for all the symptoms that women feel from birth control and again i'm not hating on birth control i am on it i have been on it i do not want to have a baby i will probably stay on it until then I'm not judging. I just want to talk about what is behind all of this sort of lore of birth control. I plan on making a more in-depth YouTube video about the topic of birth control and people's like opinions and controversy or experiences with it. I just wanted to bring it up, maybe get some opinions, get some feedback. I am on it. I have not gotten pregnant on it. I love it. I do think that it makes me feel differently. I have gone off it for, like, brief periods of time and definitely felt a difference. Was no less attracted to my boyfriend, however. But I find it interesting, and there's not enough research on it. Surprise, surprise. Whereas uh, when it comes out for men, they immediately boycott it because it causes a tummy ache. So, I don't know. We're going to take a deeper dive into that, but I wanted to bring it up, especially because of my lovely sponsor thermometer where if you don't want to deal with all this bullshit just go buy yourself a basil thermometer using my link of course anyways let's move on to something a bit more personal and just easy to talk about because let me tell you guys the week i had this week was exhausting i work with kids i'm exhausted enough said so two weeks ago andrew and i my boyfriend and i were in ocean city maryland for three days as a couple and then my family came down for another three days and we spent three days with them it was honestly a great time i'm so glad it worked out that way where we had some time just us and some time with my family we got so much done like we did so much um andrew and i went parasailing we went banana boating we went to assateague island and saw the horses and hiked on some trails and smoke some joints. We went in the ocean. I read The Shining, mostly. I'm almost done, and it's been a few weeks, so I read some of The Shining on vacation. We went on the haunted house, and I closed my eyes the entire time, like I do every year, and then swear that I love it. On night one, Andrew and I had just gotten there. We had just checked in, unpacked, and done things that you do when you're on a romantic vacation, and you just get there. So we decide we're going to go out, we're going to get ice cream and walk on the beach. We are not even 20 feet away from our hotel room, leaving, when Andrew pops open his water bottle full of vodka and it splashes all over me in my white dress that he insisted I wore for pictures when I wanted to wear pajamas. So we had to turn right back around. I had to rinse my head off in the sink to get the vodka out of my hair and then change into my pajamas like I wanted to in the first place. 
Shortly after that, we went to this rolled ice cream place that I'd never been to before, even though I go to Ocean City every year. It was called South Pole Ice Cream, right near where we were staying, and it was delicious. I loved it, but honestly, you won't truly appreciate it until you hear it from Andrew, because Andrew loved it so much. He would not stop talking about it the entire trip. He wanted me to go take him there before we made the drive home, but we forgot because I was in a mood that day, (laughs) and I just did not feel good. Um, But ultimately, we probably spent, like, between my entire family, probably $200 at this ice cream place. Me and Andrew only went twice. My family went once. It was expensive as hell. But it was really good. Andrew had never been banana boating before, and I had been many times. If you don't know what banana boating is, it's kind of like whitewater rafting, except the rafts are bananas, and you're in the ocean, usually, or the bay. Every time that I've done it before, I was in the ocean, and that was terrifying, like scared shitless, but for some reason, this year in particular, I was even more terrified by the thought, probably because Andrew was hyperventilating from the second that I booked it. So we get there, and they're like, okay, the ocean's too rough, we're going in the bay, and I was kind of disappointed at first, but looking back, I'm so relieved, because after parasailing and seeing the things that I did from the sky, I want no parts of it. I still want to swim with sharks for my 21st birthday, but until then, I want no parts of it. Because when I turn 21, I'm magically going to be okay with that. We also went parasailing, which I've only done one time, and I was really young. Andrew had never been before, and it was probably the highlight of the trip, besides acetique, because that was just something else. But we saw these nasty little stingrays in the ocean. They were orange, and they flapped their wings like a bird. It was disgusting. They were everywhere. We saw probably like eight in the 10 minutes that we were in the sky to the point that like when they brought us to the point where when they brought us down to dunk us i'm like terrified thinking that this stingray is going to eat my foot not to mention that the guy on the boat half joking is like oh if you have like brightly painted nails like they're gonna the fish are gonna think it's bait and come to it which i don't paint my nails because i'm lazy as hell and i can't afford to get them done so that wasn't an issue for me but i do have toes so that was an issue Lucky for me, though, I still have toes because no stingray flapped their wings and decapitated them or detoed me. Also, the first mate of the boat, no shade, literally did nothing the entire time. He, like, hooked us up in our harnesses and then ate chicken fingers for the entire boat ride. And I want that job. I want to sit on the boat and go on boat rides all the time and eat chicken fingers on the ocean and look at creepy stingrays. Assateague Island was the real highlight of the trip for me. We went on our last full day. We broke away from my family and it was just me and Andrew, which Assateague is like 30 minutes away from the main island, like part of Ocean City, Maryland. Um, It's technically, I don't think it's technically Ocean City anymore. I mean, is Assateague, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's this island, as the name suggests. It is not an ass, as the name does suggest. And there are so many wild horses just roaming around. And no one really knows for sure why they're there, but the most like agreed upon theory, and I would know this because I read every single sign there, is that the shipwreck, which remains in Virginia, had a bunch of horses that swam to shore and then populated the island, and boom, here they are on Assateague Island today. There was another theory that was like really uninteresting compared to that one, so I don't remember it. Um, but no, I just think that's really cool. You can see the shipwreck in Virginia. Unfortunately, we were in Maryland, so we did not see the shipwreck, but we saw a lot of horses. 
we walked one of the trails, which wasn't even really a trail. It was like wooden planks, like boardwalk, like Minecraft, I guess, the entire way down. And then there was like this outlook over the marsh and it was beautiful. And for some reason, no one else was there for like an hour. So it was just me, Andrew, three of these like long necked birds in the distance. This one guy in a kayak, like miles away that we were watching. So of course we smoked a joint, we had our speaker going, we're just hanging out, chilling. It was so nice. It was actually beautiful. And reading all the signs and realizing that like that spot that we stood in is going to be completely different next year and probably non-existent as a marsh 10 years from now is insane. They do camping at Assateague and after being there for just that short amount of time, me and Andrew have decided that that's our camp spot. If we ever go camping, that's where we're going. My vacation book of choice, for some reason, was The Shining. I've seen the movie, like, once, and I've seen the infamous scene, like, a few times on TikTok. I don't remember much of the movie at all, because I was really, really high when I watched it. But I know it's it's a classic. It's iconic. And I want to start doing more horror stuff on my YouTube channel, so I'm like, I gotta read it, and then watch it, and then make a video about it. Let me tell you, this book is really well written, actually. I know Stephen King is kind of controversial because how does he actually write that many books? He's like James Patterson, it's not possible, not real. However, The Shining happened early enough where he probably wrote all of it by himself, and it's just really good. I mean, it's definitely dated, has some really dated ideas. Characters are kind of blah, but the writing is good, and I'm excited to make a video about it. I think a modern day remake of the movie would be pretty good. It's giving, like, Barbie-level infamacy. I know this was a short episode today, guys, but I really am trying to focus most of my content energy into YouTube. I don't want to say most, but a lot of it, just because I feel like that's where my interests are driving me. I'm not going to let go of this podcast. This podcast is why we're here in the first place. They are probably going to be, like, 15-, 20-minute episodes most of the time. Some will be longer, maybe, like, an hour, hour and a half. Others will be shorter, like bite-sized clips, whatever. I am going to be posting every other Saturday instead of Fridays and instead of every. So every other Saturday, there will be an episode. Hopefully that will mean that I'll have more to talk about. But on this particular night, I feel like I have said all that I need to say about birth control, Ocean City, Maryland, and The Shining. <laughs> like that just really spoke to me today. This was the first episode that I was like, you know what? I'm just going to talk. I'm just going to see what I want to talk about. And usually I like to plan it out, but today I was feeling whimsical. If you're feeling whimsical like me, you should definitely check out those links down below or maybe even my YouTube channel. Go give it a like. Check it out. Otherwise, I will see you guys next time.